Pause by MW, we ain't talking about cars. Millennials versus the world, that's the pot. Mike threw it up the kid off of the line. You better tune in, cause you know that we lie. Millennials versus the world is a ride. Born to win, and I win in that life. Boys, your opinion, no wrong and no right. So get out yeah. our way, they riding our way. But we do not care as long as you say. Millennials versus the world, Millennials versus the world. Millennials versus the world. Millennials versus the world. Millennials vs. the World podcast. Like I just said, bro, if you don't already know the four bros on the screen, then you don't know what you got going on anyway, man. So first and foremost, man, appreciate everybody that's been rocking with us. Thank you to everybody that's been sharing, showing love, commenting, DMing, uh, engaging in the post. You know, just thank you, thank you, thank you, man. We've really been trying to bring y'all some fire content on the, well, it drops on Wednesday. We record on Monday, but on these Mondays, man. So today we might, we're going to switch the vibe up a little bit. You know how we do it, may go left, it may go right, but we're going to start with something that's really, really, really um, fragile in a sense. That's not talked about a lot by black men, but we're going to get into it. So, fellas, yeah. this was actually given to us by uh, a very, very, you know, great supporter, Queen Tamara. Shout out to Tamara. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, oh, God. She had, queen, she had, queen. Yeah, she, um, she was like, she would like to hear us, you know, talk about transitions in our life. So thinking about some of the moments that was your hardest transitions, whether that was becoming from boy to man, father to, I mean, excuse me, husband to father, boyfriend to husband, boyfriend to fiance. So when we get into this bag of transitions, fellas, which, which one was the hardest? Which one stuck out the most? When you just like, bro, I don't think I would get through this. Mine, I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave the floor open for that one. No? Uh, for me, I would probably say from... OG Meso. Oh, oh, oh. Ah, uh, so what, what? Give me some of the options. You got a boyfriend. You making somebody your, your girlfriend, uh, becoming a husband. Those would, different transitions, right? Yep, I would give. I would say, uh, boy to like adult, meaning when you gain responsibilities, got your career. I would say, uh, I would say that transition. I would say, mm-hmm. Mike, for you, I would say moving here. I would definitely say moving to here. Get moving. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I would say. Can you say like getting married young until like where you are married now? All, bro, that's we a going all yeah. out. All them joints oh, okay. spoke about tonight. Yeah. Like for all instance. Right, I had I, the OG Bobby Johnson. I got you, boy. Yo, you crazy as well. But um, <laughs> so all those transitions. So for instance, like I give you, I think my number one transition that was the hardest, not the hardest, one of my most recent uh, transitions that I think was from that I've dealt with that I think really held the most value in my life was from being a part of a family to creating my own family. And what I mean by that, I think holidays, everything, you always go back home, go to your parents' house, go to that parents' house. You always, you know what I'm saying? Ripping and running. And then as my son, you know, my son's 14 months now, when he was born, I immediately not disconnected, but I transitioned to what I thought my priorities was to only people in my household, making sure that they're good. And then it spreads out beyond that. So I think one of the hardest transitions I dealt with is like explaining to people that are of the generation before me that like, I have a family now and you're not the head of my household. And you know what I'm saying? So I think dealing mm-hmm. with my family members in a sense, them knowing like, I'm still keen and I'm still sneak. We still gonna have fun. But when it comes to those two, their needs is gonna trump anything. 
anything. Anybody that knows me knows like, if my wife and my son need something, it doesn't matter what the past has said. They're going to get what they need from me regardless. And I think I went through a lot of like family shaming, like, oh, you don't make it at this, you don't make it at that. I went through, um, dad, we want to see him. Uh, why, why hasn't he been here? Why hasn't he been there? But then, you know, one of the hardest parts of that transition was telling people like, yo, 85 worked both ways. Amen. Like, like who, who coming up here to see him? And I'm not withholding my son from anybody because anybody that wants to see him, they know they can come anytime. And I, when I come home, I try to make sure everybody sees him. But I think the transition for me was like Keenan, the defiant, wow, young person everybody knows. So like, I'm just Keenan the dad first now. Like, I'm, you know, everybody say I'm a man first. I feel like I'm a dad first and then a man. I know that sounds crazy, but like, I think outside uh, it don't of that, sound crazy. It goes, no, but it's, you, not, it's synonymous to me. That's synonymous. The the dad and the father, the dad. Yep. Yeah, see, absolutely. The, dad, the man and the dad thing is synonymous to me. But you know what I realized, bro? I don't think a lot of people that got the title of dad deserve it. And that's why I always try to put more emphasis on that, bro. Like, I think a lot of people get called dad off, off, off the strength of the act. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the strength off the like. Well, I think that's what well, for me, I think that's where it distinguishes with me from dad to father. Like anybody could be a dad, like physically, you know, but a father is going to take that role over his family. He's going to provide and protect them. He's going to push that family forward. So when people say dad, the, the term dad to me doesn't hold a lot of weight. It's when somebody's being called a father to I'm me. The other way. It's like, okay, I'm the other way around. You the other way around? Okay. Because you don't hear anybody call anybody their father. Like when I hear father, I say it in a negative way for me, but mm-hmm. I call my, you know, like now I don't, I can't imagine Cameron calling me like, that's my father, bro. Like, yeah, that's my father. That's my pops. That's, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. nevertheless, that was one of my transitions. Fellas, I'm open up the yeah. one of y'all. Hey, real quick. I think father's more so for outside, not inside. I think other people okay. say, oh, that's your father. You know what I'm saying? More so than me referring to someone as my father. Does that make sense? I feel like it does. Term is I did, more yeah. from the outside and inside. Um, I, it's three transitions for me. One was with the in-laws because I knew my family was something I always wanted, but I never considered that when you marry someone or you have kids, you're actually growing your family and expanding. So I what it took me a while to really understand the significance and the importance of making sure that I treat and include and become, you know more inclusive with them. It was like, all right, y'all do y'all thing. I'm going to do my thing. Or we'll do, you know, I was going through the emotions, but you know, some things occurred. And I remember talking to my brother-in-law one time. He's like, Louis, we family. And I was like, yeah, man, I know that man, but I'm just, you know, I do good. I do things. So he's like, nah, bro, we family, bro. And I was like, oh shit. Like I, we, we, we family. Like I gotta, I gotta learn y'all's ways and you guys gotta learn my, you know, my ways so we can, we can really, right. you know, build and, and grow together. Um, the second one is kind of like what I'm going through right now, in my opinion, and that's socially, right? Because okay. now I'm starting to get away from the, the little country boy, poor little country boy, and I'm growing in the big city, um, you know, and creating a certain lifestyle for myself. And these behaviors maybe I once had before in this social status kind of are looked down upon to some degree. And I have to learn how to carry myself, not, not change who I am to make people comfortable but learn how to carry myself in certain environments if that makes sense um it does and and that that to me is is challenging because i have to really challenge my way of thinking if i want to want to evolve right and grow um in the space and and also bring people with me and then the the third one keenan you'll appreciate this one 
is my brother. Yeah, <laughs> and that one is still kind of hard because Boy. we were we're I'm a twin, and we were so like disrespectful to one another growing up. But that was just a part of the nature of being bro- brothers. Mm-hmm. But as we became men and started to get our own families, that type of rhetoric <laughs> that we would have amongst each other and. <laughs> It just, it was getting, it, and we, I mean, we we still ain't got it down. I mean, it's hard to really look and respect each other as men. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, bro, you can't come here talking to me. Like, I know we play, but no, not today, bro. Then, you know what I'm saying? Do, do you really for think him. that line got to be drawn between two siblings that shared the wound? Yep, for sure. Bro, we get mad disrespectful, bro. You just, you went there that <laughs> night. You went there that night with Carlos. <laughs> you went there that and night. <laughs> You know, my wife, but you were in there, bro. We we get we we get really disrespectful, man. It's bad. I, I I wasn't I wasn't I was. And yeah. then one other question I want to ask you, Lewis. So the social environment is it one that you're placed in or one you want to be in? One I want to be in. I think the curiosity because it's something that I felt like I never knew, and you see it, and I'm like, man, I want to be. I want to see what I want to see what this is about. You know what I mean? Right. I want to I want to get in this place and and mingle with these people and see what they know because I know there are things in this this room. And you even hear like celebrities say it. I heard Kevin Hart say it. I, seen, I heard a lot of people say, hey, man, when they open that door and you get to see what's behind there, it's like, oh, y'all doing this, y'all doing that. Like, I'm trying to see what's in that, that room. You know what I'm saying? Uh, not, not solely for monetary gain, because that's a part of it, but also just exposure, man, because I knew something on the inside of me knew that there was more to life. Like people say all the time when they were kids and they were poor, man, I didn't know we were poor. I sure as hell did. I was like, I don't like this shit at all. We are right. broke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a part of that getting it wrong that we were talking about. Like, I don't like this at all. <laughs> yeah. So I want something else. Yeah, you want to go first or? Uh, yeah, I can if you want. I got three as well. My first one will be my first transition was uh, being married young, and then transitioning to my transitioning to right, my marriage. To that bag right there. Everybody, boy. everybody know that. Well, for people that don't know, I met my wife in high school. We were fourteen high school sweethearts. We transitioned and got married at 21. From 21, now I'm 30. Marriage then was roses and laughter and love. And it's like, everything is working great. You know, you got your kids, everything is going good. You don't really have to do much, but the little things that you are doing mean more than anything. Now that you're transitioning into a, a, you know, you're both older, you're both growing, you're both finding who you really are. Now it's tough because it's like, you're trying to, mess your personalities your experiences together and it's almost like you seem to be on separate spectrums at all times and it's just like you know you're trying to find that media and try to find that and be understanding but one person doesn't want to compromise too much because it's like now I'm losing myself you know so it's like you try to stay firm it's just that's it's a tough transition because it used to be so simple and and I think that all of us have fell into this little thing that people tell you of like oh yeah well if it's if it ain't broke don't fix it but yeah the things that you were doing at 21 to 25 are not gonna work at 30 right, right you know it's because that's not the same person that you're catering to that's on right. both sides of the spectrum you know so you have to really relearn that person and that's why they say you have to keep remarrying that person and understanding them because a lot of people don't get that man it's tough you know it's just tough trying to, to find that balance and, and that's one of them the second one for me is transitioning with my father he wasn't really in my life like that but he's transitioning into being in my kids life and it's kind of tough for me because it's like I hold a a wall up because I'm thinking like well you know is he really gonna be here like 
you know, he reaches out a lot. I talk to King about it a lot. Maybe not y'all, but he reaches out a lot. He's trying to be very active in her life. And it's almost like, whoa, like, what's this about? Like, are you serious? Because if you are, I'm not going to shut that down. But I also have that fear and want to protect my kids, you know, from that. So that's a tough transition. And the last transition for me is the new job. Transitioning from working with my, you know, hands a whole lot, traveling, and to now sitting behind a desk, you know, it's, it's different. And also to allude to what Lewis was saying about the environment, not conforming, but it's different, man. I come in there, I'm a black guy, got dreads, you know, I'm an electrician. They looking like, you know, the, the job is predominantly white. It's probably about four black people that work there in the whole company. So in that the place that I'm working. So for me to be an electrician and the other guy that's an electrician, we're the, the top two guys there. And I noticed something was off when I first got there because the first week they just started testing me with like random stuff just to see if I knew what I was actually doing. And, you know, I kind of peep game, but I've never been the type to back down for anything. And I'm very confident in my skill set. So it's like after I showed them, it's like, oh, OK, he might know what he's doing, you know. But just transitioning into that was just weird to me because it's like, I mean, we're all, you know, we all have a resume just for a reason. But I'm not going to back down. But at the same time, I feel like I shouldn't have to go through that type of proven ground thing again and again and again right. just for you to accept me, you know. So. That's mine. Hey, Jake, ask a question real quick. Uh huh. Do you feel like you have to forgive your dad in order for him and your kids' relationship to work, or do you feel like you Absolutely. don't have to? So I, I feel like I have to forgive him, and I just feel like I can't. I mean, I, in certain areas, I can't. I've forgiven him for a lot of things, but it's a, a lot of things that I just I told my dad straight up like this. We had a conversation. I said, "Listen, what happened? What happened? The past is the past. I just don't care to build a relationship with you outside of this." but I would love for you to build a relationship with your grandkids. And he can't grasp that concept because to him, it's like hurtful. He's trying to make up for that time. And he feels like I'm not giving him that chance to me. I'm like, bro, I'm 30. Like I ain't trying to go down that road again. Like, hey man, you know, I got to speak on that, yo, because I mean, I get upset, you know, because I, I mean, I have issues with both my parents. Um, my mom and I, we really been able to progress, but like the audacity and I just think it's fucked up how somebody can choose to not be in your life, right? Mm. Man, when you when you aren't raised or when your parents make mistakes, and we all parents, like we all parents now, and I think Mike hit, hit on this one time, the older he gets, the harder it is for him to comprehend the shit that they did. But mm -hmm. I feel like, how do you feel so entitled to play around with my life and the shit that I had to overcome to get to where I am for you to pop back in at your own leisure I didn't go looking mm -hmm. for you. You decided to come back and now think that you that I'm supposed to give you time that you haven't earned or that you don't deserve. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I mean, I'm not speaking on your dad, but like, uh, you know, I kind of my stuff coming out a little bit, but <laughs> but it's like <laughs> <laughs> that bothers Damn, me, man. It's like, it's like, what the fuck? Like, you just think you could just do you, you, it's like it's kind of it's kind of just as hurtful as them leaving. Cause it's like you think you get to decide how to come in and what part you're going to play when you made your choice years ago. And it's the manipulation for me. It's the, oh yeah, where well, everybody makes mistakes and I'm just, I'm like, I get all that. I'm not knocking that. But the thing right. is, is that if you're going to start over in their life, I'm all for, I just don't like the, the parents rekindling type of vibes for me. I'm just not cool with that. Cause right. like, bro, you had your chance. Like and you had multiple chances. It's not like anybody cut their parents off because they didn't want to rock with them one time. Y'all right. got to think this has been a, over a, yep. a course of time. And when you build that wall up and have that disappointment over time, it's hard to get over. So you just block it out your mind and naturally say, listen, 
I just don't want to deal with it anymore, but I would love for you to be the father to your grandkids that you couldn't be to me. That's it. That's how you can repay me. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 I guess one of the most uh, uh, ignorant sayings that we've been, uh, ble- I'm going to say blessed with over our lifespan is, you know, forgive and forget. I think that are, they, they do not go together. No way. No, boy. Right. Nope. Um, nope. But I just want to say that before I get into my, I got two. Of course, we can sit here all day and talk about this. But um, this question was good because it made me get into a deep, a really deep bag. Oh, really yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, Jake. Uh, let's, let's hear that, it. That, that I hadn't considered yet. So I'm going to say my first one is uh, joining the military, right? Mm-hmm. Um, everybody know I love the 757. I went to I went to school in Norfolk, um, and and now this is my first time really coming to grips with this. I had never really ventured outside of that area, all the way up until I joined. Right, I joined when I was uh, nineteen, almost twenty. Um, first time getting on a plane. Right, so so okay. going getting on a plane for the first time with the end result, yelling and screaming. Right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, and yeah, yeah, right. Like yeah, yelling and screaming on the internet. Like, that's crazy. Like, that, like, and then uh, you know, basic training, reaching deep, 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 deep depression that I hadn't identified until you know, right now, right? Like now that I'm going back, thinking about what I wrote to people and you know the people I was trying to reaching out to, you know neglecting you know talking to my family because that wasn't what i thought i needed at the time and mm-hmm. then going uh my first assignment mm-hmm. was straight to korea straight to korea as a 20 year old Golly. that's uh, crazy and living on that 15 hour time difference you know you got like an hour window to talk to your family you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it got right. to a point where i didn't want to talk to nobody like but i didn't it never registered to me what that was you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. real deep ugly depression like that like like ugly as in uh uh it could have went left you know what i mean like it could have been like my 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 reaction was only not talking to people but it could have led to other things and from there man uh i'm i'm saying this was important because i think that was my first time really realizing that i wasn't comfortable with who i was yet Mm. like i didn't have a, a direction of like you know, I had like a moral base, but I didn't know, like, I was never tested. You know what I mean? Like, it was never tested. For like sure. being out there, you compromised all the time. Like, you know, am I am I gonna do this today? Am I gonna hang with this crew? Are we about to shoot dice in the uh in the dorm room? Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, dice game go left. Like, you know, what happens from there? And, yeah. and getting back here, man, and getting back close to family, and uh and still not really being comfortable like with what I wanted to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wife comes along and she asked me one, you know, one question, bro, and it changed my life. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> that was funny. She was like, uh, <laughs> it was funny now, right? so whack, bro. Like, so it was whack. funny now. It's funny now. I was hot at the time. Uh, she was like, hey, so what you going to do? Uh, you know, my reenlistment coming up. She's like, what you going to do? I was like, you know, probably get out, get a job. You know, and she was like, and what? Like, and what else? 
Hey, bro. Hey, when he told me that story, I was like, damn, like, niggas really ain't think hey, fast that. Yeah, yeah. Like I ain't had no degree, nothing. But in my mm-hmm. mind, I thought that was it. You know what I mean? I had no real direction. And that leads into my second, uh, my second uh uh point is like, you know, establishing a family, becoming a husband, mm-hmm. having kids, and then going through this period of trying to define. Uh, how to determine who was included in that in that family circle right for sure and and what response I wanted to articulate or how I wanted to articulate uh my discomfort with certain relationships Mm. like I went from not speaking on anything to everything had to be addressed like everything like if, if it's uncomfortable I got kids now I have to show them how to respond to, to situations like these and um and that and once again that challenged who I thought I was and it kind of shaped you know who I am today um it's super uncomfortable I'm probably still you know getting bashed in the group chat for it you know but <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I, but I'm so satisfied with that and these just small nuggets that you know take pieces of my wife's personality and adopt them you know the positive traits that the world may see as uh you know, antagonistic or uh, unforgiving, when reality, you're protecting yourself and the family that you've established, right? Sure. right. That's mm-hmm. that's all I was trying to do. But but that's that's what stood out when I heard. And Mike, that. let me ask you about the military. So um, mm-hmm. I find it unique. Now that I'm, I've been out, like, and people may disagree, mm-hmm. but I feel like the military is for people who are, uh, you don't see recruit you don't see recruit recruiting stations in the well-to-do areas. That's facts. That's you know what I'm saying? They're always in the hood, right? I feel like the yeah. military is like an out. Like when people join, they see it as an out. And, mm-hmm. I, and you know, no disrespect to the military because once you get in, you become, you learn how to be patriotic. But right. I wasn't thinking about serving my country. You know what I'm saying? That was my goal. Oh. <laughs> I remember they were asking us that. <laughs> and I was like, they was like, well, how about serving your country? And you know, some people, you take a gander at take it take a guess of who you think but some other folks is like nah man i'm just you know it's a lot better here than Uh, it is elsewhere right you know so but then when i got in i felt like when you got around people i felt like it made it easier because a lot of people were going kind of through that same transition yeah um, that you were so i'm just curious as how that how you felt more alone when in that environment honestly i felt more normal gotcha i got you uh the that's that's you hit it right on the head. I would say the military over my 10 years, I've experienced the most racist people I've ever met in my life, right? Mm-hmm. But the black people that I have countered, we all had a common understanding of why we were there. Right. So so more alone because those relationships come and go. Yeah. As soon as you get rotate. somebody that you yeah. feel like you, you know, yes. you're rocking with, they gone. Yeah. They don't mind, they gone. Yeah. So it yeah. was a constant cycle of, all right, let me find the next black person to kick it with. Mm. Like, yeah. I mean, like few and especially in Korea, there all the black faces stand out. But now you looking like, you know, what type of black? You know, like you know, yeah, they clicked up on. You know, I, I don't know what they get into. I don't really like the vibe they giving me. But yeah, you you hit it right on the head, man. I I definitely felt secure in those relationships while they lasted, but it was very damaging every time they left that's true i i moved around a lot so it was easy for me to make that adjustment right right, right. when whenever mm-hmm. pick up so yeah i could see it. so yeah i appreciate that man I, you, that you was know, good y'all you know it's crazy i got two and a half things bro 
I'm gonna address the father thing to you two gentlemen, because I think my father's situation is a little more unique than no, I should say a little more unique. <laughs> it had a little more pressure on his end than you guys' end, what I'll say. Okay. Uh, I learned that Lewis, I agree with your view. Jay, I know whether I agree or disagree. I know how you feel, and I know you ain't budging on your stance. But That's a fact. I know, I know, I know, bro. But I guess what I'm saying is, I guess what my dad, two things, man. I had to let go of the hatred. I had to let go of the hatred because I didn't dislike my father. I, I hated him. I did. I did not understand. See, what, what, what messed me and my dad up when we was younger is that he was 20 minutes away. That's what really got, that's what used to really get me. Like, bro, you, t- like, I get an hour, two and a half hours, life happening. Mm-hmm. And I'll be real. Life was whooping my dad's ass. Don't get me wrong. It was. <laughs> but he was 20 minutes away. So I think when my mother passed, I'll never forget this. I was at CarMax, my mother had passed, and I was like, and I called my dad. I was like, bro, I know we ain't on the best of terms, but like, I'm telling you this, because if I ever needed a dad, out of all the times you messed up, I know I need one now. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and and she had just passed maybe 48 hours ago. And I was like, uh, you know what? I lied. I lied. This is when I found the news out. She didn't pass yet. She was, she was you know, about to transition. And I was like, yo, okay. you know, leave the pass alone. I know if I'm gonna need a parent, I know it's gonna be now. And it's not gonna be her, it's gonna have to be you. So I've learned that as I've gotten older, the reason why me and my dad have gotten really, really close and we can be cool, because I understand that when I lay my head down at night, I don't have any demons about our relationship. I'm not, I don't care what he comes into, how we spend time. I don't have to answer, when, when it's all said and done, I don't have to answer the questions he have to answer on no day. And the amount, the same way that you all feel like you need to hold that dude accountable, which I don't, I don't blame y'all at all, fellas. I really don't. It just takes a certain level of negative energy to hold on to that in order to put that towards there. It does. Oh, it does. I, I'm not saying y'all got. But that same, that but that same energy is necessary for me, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like I wash my hands with my father. Like. Mm-hmm. I could honestly, I seen him close on his deathbed and he didn't nigga miraculously pull out of anything. I don't know how, but anyway, mm-hmm. he, I, if he were, if someone were to call me and it hurts me to say this is true. Someone call me and say he's dead tomorrow. I'm prepared for that. Like, I, and I could live with, I could live with what I've done. You know what I'm saying? But if mm-hmm. I were to continue to hold on and think and allow him to come in and out as he's done, then I would be emotionally distraught so i have to build these boundaries for myself so that what he does doesn't really affect me because if i let him in like jay and and, and og mason said like they'll manipulate that he take advantage of that you know what i'm saying yeah. pop in and out whenever he chooses so, and so, i have so, to set these boundaries how, how I, this is what i think our biggest difference is how many times did y'all y'all pick y'all dads try how many times have they tried and like how many times they kept leaving you hanging kept leaving you hanging kept leaving you hanging I can't oh, count. Multiple. I can't count. Multiple. So, so I think my difference is being a mama's boy coming to how I came up. I ain't never give him a chance for the rip. Oh, bro, you dead to me. There was nothing to talk about. See, so. Oh, my, see, oh, yeah, no, nah, mine's was different than that. I see what you're saying. So, yeah, like, I when, it, when yeah. I got older, I did, I, I, I 110% agree with y'all. I'm not disagreeing with y'all. I just think the difference is I didn't give him a real chance until I turned 21. I feel you. That's and, fair. And, and it didn't even really get good until I got 27. Right. Like, like I'm going to be real. It still I, took like, time. Yeah. yeah. Because he kept, 
if anybody knows me, man, me and my older brother have a very unique relationship. And my dad and my older brother has an even more unique relationship. So that dynamic of like my older brother knowing our dad way more than I know him helped me because I didn't know him like that. And if I did, I probably wouldn't be where we at now. I don't care to know him like that because it wouldn't work out for me nor my son because I don't do good with putting my kid around people I don't rock with. I'm just not that good at it. So I take my hat off to you, Jay, for doing what you're doing. I don't know if I could do that. Uh, let me let me shoot let me shoot real quick on that. Oh, yeah, what's up, bro? Uh, so my situation is similar to you guys, but on flip side is my mama. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what makes that situation uh, I'm gonna say unique is because typically, you know, moms don't do that, right? Mm-hmm. Typically, mm-hmm. don't do that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm gonna tell you what what she offered me, and I wanna I wanna know in return where y'all ever offered this. My mother has uh, has always been one thousand percent honest about mm-hmm. her uh, lapse in uh, my development. Right? Mm-hmm. She's never once tried to take credit for anything. Like even at my wedding, she she looked at my grandma and said, "If it wasn't for that lady, you know, uh, you know, she raised a, a great a great boy. Um, you know, I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do, and you know, the credit goes to that young lady." That allowed me the freedom not to totally forget, but to better control the relationship from here on out. Mm-hmm. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm comfortable allowing myself to control the relationship. You know, there's still a certain level of distance that's established, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, I don't really know her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't, I, I, I don't completely know her. So that there's the distance that I get, you know, give or whatever. But uh, have y'all ever been offered like pure honesty? You talk, is that for me too, Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it's for all of us. Oh, y'all go ahead. I was talking about before him, so I'm going to open it up to one of y'all. Well, well, for me, I haven't been offered complete honesty. It was more so like, well, it was more so seemed like every time it was excuses. Like, well, this was because of this and this was because of this. Mm-hmm. And 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 I'm doing this, but it's like every time I chose to forgive and try to let him show again, it was another letdown behind that. And I'm thinking in my head, like, bro, why do you keep doing the same thing? Like, I, I already know what's coming, but yet and still it's like, then after that letdown, it's like, well, you know, I did this because of this. Like, you know, it, it was just, it was too many excuses for me. So no, Mike, I didn't get that. That maybe I would look at it different, but I never received that. I got you. I think uh, in, in fairness to my father, my mother, uh, she got, we got to that point. That's why we're able to have the relationship we have. She never takes credit for anything. Um, but she did, she did have some, some positive influence. When it comes to my pops, he had a problem and he owned that problem. And whenever I would ask him questions, he would be honest with me. I just don't think that he's in the, the right headspace to be able to um, give me anything, honestly. I, I right. And uh, I think, I think this is why it fucks with me so much, man, That's because tough, my that really is, bro. Yeah. I think I think what's tough for me is I just can't get away from this nigga. Like, yeah, I got his name. Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like, like. Did that in giving your son your name? Hell yeah, bro. Absolutely. I Damn. think about that, man. Like, and and like I'll give you guys an example. Like, you know, he's done so much stuff. I remember going in job interviews, right? And they looking and they didn't do that diligence. This lets me know that I shouldn't have, I didn't work at this place and I did take the job. But they pulling up stuff, asking me about stuff that he's done. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's just embarrassing because I'm like, man, I'm already I'm already fighting stuff just because I got his name. You know what I'm saying? You ain't even hearing you still damaging it. And I'm still trying to overcome stuff that you've done. I actually thought about changing my name. Um, I got a traffic ticket for speeding on the way to the podcast that day. And, <laughs> and for real, I got a speeding ticket. I looked the ticket up to see my court date. And his stuff pulled up. You mm. know what I'm saying? So mm. it's like, I don't know, man. Like, I just, I just, and I never really thought about it until just now. Like, he just, like, it's one thing to just do something to someone. It's another thing to where it's like, I'm constantly reminded of just all this fucked up shit you've done. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, it's impacted me and you ain't even here. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I'm getting it all at all angles. And like, I, 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 I hate I got his name. He's even said it. You know <laughs> what's honesty. You, you, <laughs> hey, nah, can you I, know can what's I add on to that Lewis too? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. My fault, go ahead, Kenny. Go ahead, Kenny. No, 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 no bro, you go ahead, say, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say like, I feel you, bro, like. <coughs> uh-oh, me, uh-oh. Nah, it's three coughs. But this is shit right here. <laughs> hey, hey, three coughs, you got that shit. Girl. Come on, two coughs, you all right, bro. Three coughs, you got that shit. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> but it's look, how many coughs, you know, Jay? Three coughs, you got that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> two, you all right. Yeah, three coughs, you, yeah, boy. But uh, nah, so it's like, just to add on to what Lewis was saying, it's a lot of shit. Like, for example, when I did used to go, like, first my dad started out, it was like, we used to go over his house every other weekend. You know what I'm saying? It started out like that because of child support orders and stuff like that. But it's like you go over there, he's married to somebody else. They got step, you know, so that's our step brothers, right? But it's like, I'll never forget certain shit stuck with me. Like one time, I'll never forget we went over there and we was cutting the grass. He had to stop cutting the grass. You know, doing normal, normal shit you're supposed to do. Cool. Bro, they ordered pizza, wings, whatever the case may be. And then they had me and my older brother, Ken, in the kitchen eating bologna and cheese sandwiches while they was eating that. Oh no! You, you know see, what I'm saying? Like, see, and like the messed and up like part me is, me and him was playing like me and me and my stepbrother was playing at opposite football schools. Obviously, because we stayed in different dist- districts, but like he'd come to the game but sit on his side. Mm. Like it's shit like that that it's like, bro, I can't forgive for certain shit. Like I should have went across your shit for that a couple times, but it's like <laughs> I chose to, you know what I'm saying, refrain from that. But it's it's a lot of deep rooted shit. I just can't get over, bro. I think I'm gonna tell you the crazy part is a. Your your emotional memory will never let that go ever because mine wouldn't. You feel me? I mm-hmm. I I you know to, to Lewis thing, I, I speak about this so much, bro. And it's crazy that you said this, and it makes it's gonna make so much more sense when I be trying to say this and people don't think it makes sense. People think that people are stuck on stuff. And for instance, what Lewis just said is an example of he's not stuck on his dad, it keeps reoccurring to the point where he has to deal with it over. And over and over. Mm-hmm. You know what somebody told me why it's so hard to, 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 to mend parenting relationships specifically? It was my barber. Wow. Shout out to Clarissa. Bro, you got to forgive that person every time you see them. Every mm-hmm. time you look them in their face, you got to forgive Damn. them. That's true. Every Damn, time you see them, you got to be like, you know what? That did. Jay, that yep. feeling don't go away. You got to say like, you know what? But that was the past, bro. You good. So yep. every time you hear something that triggers something from your past, you got to be like, that was 10 years ago. I'm no longer there. Mm. See, people right. get mixed up, people being stuck, and you and you constantly dealing with stuff over and over and over. For instance, there was no reason when Lewis was on the way to that joint, and that was 20, uh, that was 29. Damn, that was 2019. That was almost two years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. when he was on the way to that. Well, he was on the way to that. 
dad probably was nowhere on his mind. Nothing. Now that what comes up again, back to that, you can't control your thoughts. Yep, you cannot yep. control your thoughts. That yep. gets provoked. And then now Lewis probably the whole way. I'm like, damn, I can't get right. This nigga, da, 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 da. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, I think it's important that we acknowledge being stuck on something and speaking from a place of that, like being stuck at that age versus like always reoccur. I had to tell my dad to his face. And, and let me say this. We are cool. That's my guy. He got his ways. That's my pops, though. You feel me? I ain't knocking him nothing like that. But I right, tell right. my dad all the time, let's not talk about when I was younger because I used to hate you. And I know I don't <laughs> want to feel that feeling to have that conversation because I wasn't feeling the way I felt right now. I wasn't right. old enough to be like, you know what? You are a man that was doing your best. Life was tapping that ass at the time. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't see no way out. Straight up. Bro, when my dad tell me his story, I'm like, damn. But yo, Kenan. All right, listen to me. I'm mean, going to talk to me, I mean. I remember talking to you, and I, I don't know too much about your family dynamic, but I'm just going to just talk Ask about what questions. I... Ask any questions. But We're going your there grandpa, your, from what it seems to me, your grandfather was a stand-up dude. Yeah. Absolutely. Your dad's dad was a stand-up dude. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to the original Blacks, OG Blackstock. My <laughs> grandfather... <laughs> He wasn't as great, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. He was the best <laughs> grandfather in the world. Like I, I thank God I had the best grandparents you could ask for. For sure, not the best parents, but the best grandparents you could ask for, straight up. Mm-hmm. But you know, like when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, when I see you, I'm like, man, but Kenan's pops grandfather was the dude. Why, why would you know? Why would he not be there? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you, it's you one thing of us. Yeah, it's like a yeah. I can I can make it make sense for him to some degree, but for you, I'm like yo, your dad, your right. So so so, fellas, I know I'm being long with it. My bad, Jay. My bad, Mike. No, you good, bro. Go ahead. So, no. so so so, I think what's crazy for me, man, as great as my grandfather was to me, he learned that by messing up with my dad. Mm. He was he, he robbed my dad of emotional intelligence. Mm. My dad Damn. didn't hear my grandfather say I love you till he was 32 years old. Oh wow. My grandfather Damn. told me he loved me since the day he met me until the day he died. Mm-hmm. So the Damn. grandfather I met my, built resentment from my dad to, towards us. Like, he's not that great. I don't see what y'all see. He's not that great because my grandfather, as great as a man he was, and my grandmama confirmed this. He was presently absent, bro. He provided. He set the house there. But daddy, teaching, teaching my dad how to deal with emotional intelligence, well, teaching my dad emotional intelligence was not there. Teaching my dad what a father looks like besides money, he wasn't there. That's why mm-hmm. me, this is my opinion, that's why child support was never late. Because my dad thought that as long as I pay that, mm-hmm. hell, that's what my dad I'm did good. for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and I used to always, I never understood. I used to call my grand. I remember, I'll never forget this. This is a true story. I, in eighth grade, I asked my dad to buy, buy my team's. This back when like Nike shocks was like 280 for some basketball jokes, bro. I'm like, yeah, them jokes used to be fire though, boy. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I asked my grandfather, uh, he's like, you know, ask your dad first, let him say no. My dad told him, you know, I pay my child support, so you have to figure it out. I called my grandfather back, like, yo, granddad, I, you know, da da da. He said he paid it. My my granddad's like, well, did he? I said, yeah, my mom confirmed. Uh, they had a conversation. My grandfather's like, don't worry about it, I got you. I was like, yo, uh, I was like, um, I was like, Granddad, help me understand. I'm, I'm in eighth grade now. Why is he so sorry? And my grandfather lit into me. Yo, he was my son before he was your father. But what I realized now at 31, he was feeling bad for what he didn't do for my dad. And that came out of you. 
it came out when I said it about my dad, my grandfather basically defended him like that was that was on me. You yeah. he was basically saying that was on me. You just don't know it was on me. Right. And, and I oh, okay. wrote in every aspect. This is this is why. And I'm going to close on this and let you all. And, and I'm sorry, because I'm being long with it. But like, Louis, I was blessed with good father transact transitions, bro. My grandfather was in my life up until I was 21. When I went to a and I tell this to everybody that knows me. Brittany's dad found me at a moment in time where I needed a dad the most. Yeah. And the way he stepped into my life and never treated me different from freshman year all the way up until he transitioned home, I could never repay that dude. And he really right. stepped in on some like real dad joint. That's why I believe, bro, I could hear the reverence every time you talked about him, man. Before, yeah, you know, bro, it was crazy. And, and, and that's why low key, that's why I'm okay to be cool with my dad because, you know, the two men I really consider no disrespect to my dad at all, but the two men that really was father figures to me, they've transitioned, but they've built enough of me for me to be here as who I am. And I'm not mm-hmm. going to rob my, my dad needs a relationship with me more than I need one with him. And I'm not going to rob him. Took the words, man, took the words right out. You took the words out, dog. Cause I, that's the, I think that's why I feel that way. That's why I get so offended. Cause I'm like, with Jay, like what Jay was saying, like your dad coming back, they need that. I don't need you. I didn't got to where I am. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm raising my son, you know, that's why that Will Smith episode is so powerful is that he was talking about all the stuff he did without you. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like I did all this stuff without you, man. Like, you came back, you mess, you you manipulated, you messing with me now. You know what I'm saying? Now I gotta open up and do that. And like my dad had uh he had gotten out of jail and I had my son, and in my mind, I was like, and I'm a naive, I'll just be honest with you. I'm naive, but I have a son, right? And I tell my son, like, you know, my dad, I get to you know introduce him, you know. And my brother James, he he more realistic, he like, bruh, chill out, manage your expectations. I'm like, nah, man, you know, I got you know my my boy, man, I got this a legacy, you know, he gonna carry on the name, you know? Yeah. All right, bro. So we had a good day. And it's funny because my wife, I kept telling her about all this stuff that was happening. And, you know, Kenny, y'all were there. You was there. I don't know if Jay was there when um, I thought my dad, I wasn't gonna see him anymore, to put it to you like that, when he mm-hmm. had a situation. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when I did, I was like, all right, maybe he's, you know, this will change. And we had a great day. And my wife was like, oh, it was great. And I was like, yeah, it was. And then probably a week later, you know, those same things that I was telling her about started happening. Mm-hmm. And the reason why, two reasons why I stopped and I had to shut the relationship down with my dad. The um, So I had my son with me and um, he had asked me to do something. I took my son with me. And all my life, I, you know, when I, I, I made a promise to myself that my son would never see the environments that I grew up in, you know what I'm saying? And he had asked me and I was looking for him and I just, I had to have my son with me that day. He had like karate or something. And I was walking around and my son was looking at these places that we was in and he was like, grandpa lives here. He was like, what's, you know what I'm saying? And I was, it was a wrap. I was, like, I was like, fuck that. I was like, you'll never, I said, you did that shit to me. You'll never do that shit to my son. So yeah. You know, I want to ask Jay, Jay and Mike this, I guess specifically, specifically because mm-hmm. specifically, God Lord, specifically yeah, because, late, but it's late, bro. Uh, um, Pacific. Do y'all think that your if you're you both single parent households in a sense, you know, do y'all mm-hmm. think that y'all would turn out differently if they were together? 
Do you think it would have helped if they were together? It would have gave me a better understanding of knowing who uh, your parents are now, knowing everything you know, would it have do you think it would have served you them being together or you were better off in your single parent household? Oh no, I think I was better off in my single parent household. Knowing the dad that I know now with his like uh level of like just my dad is like a, a, what do they call it, narcissist or like he's just yeah. he's just about himself. Like mm-hmm. and he's always been about himself. Like, but he only takes credit for you when you're doing something that's gonna benefit him and make him look good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it was ironic as hell because like all those games that he didn't come to that he was sitting on my step uh, brother's side, mm-hmm. I was getting all the trophies, MVPs, and he's at the banquet in the back talking about, yeah, that's my son. But I'm like, bro, you wasn't like, you know, but just a fact. So I know like if he was there presently in the household, I probably would have turned out terribly, bro, because I probably would have picked up on some of his habits. and Just, uh, it probably would have been bad for me. <laughs> I got you. Just know, I, I, think, I, I thank God for my mom, bro. I got you. Factual. Shout out to Mama Cookie. Yeah, what about I, you, Mike? I, I, I agree, bro. I think. Uh, ain't that look? Ain't that low key crazy that we've actually I, better I, off in a single parent household? Yes, bro. That's crazy. Uh, like I, I, I'm as crazy as it was, bro. Like even though my dad had to like wake up early, um, you know, I still had a stepmom, but I he dropped me off at grandma's house. Grandma would drive me to school. Even even though we going like opposite directions, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and, and doing that and and like AU basketball, we got to drive to like Newport News. Mm-hmm. I'll take, oh, ain't no telling, bro. Just knowing like where my mom was at that point in time, bro. Mm-hmm. Like she like, cause you know I got a brother that's twenty nine. I'm thirty, mm-hmm. and my mom by the time she was like twenty one, she married a dude that was like forty five, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Like, yeah, like she, she fell into, she fell into a lot of the traps that she was exposed to by, you know, doing her upbringing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it was a, it was a, it was almost like an impossible, like inevitable situation. You know what I, I mean? And ain't no telling what I'd be. Boy, I had so many face tats, boy. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you would be OG. But Kenan said so together, real, it's real. Like, like, that's my first name. But Kenan said, <laughs> <laughs> Kenan said to, but but y'all don't lose. Are you were you asking questions? Is you don't lose your mom is like as you get both parents there. But how they are now though, right? Kenan, ain't that your question? No, I'm just saying, I guess the way life unraveled and you know their life now, you know that who they were then. Oh yeah. Would would both of them being in your life in the same capacity? Like, for instance, Mike's dad, if if his mom was still Maybe they weren't together, but she was still in his life in the same capacity as his dad. Does oh, he think okay, he would change him? Like they mm-hmm. still, his dad still did his thing, but his mom was there in gotcha. the same capacity as his dad. Or Jay, yeah. your dad was there in the same capacity as your mom. You oh yeah, no, I heard you right the first time. Yeah, no, I still. Same. <laughs> hey, no, I was just curious. I was just curious. As I got a question for you, Mike, because I, okay. I ain't never asked you this though, bro. Real, real talk. Yeah. How is knowing all that? What you said about your pops, right? And I already know what your grandmother means to you. You know, shout salute to her. Uh-huh. How is the conversation between you and dad now, knowing you being a dad uh-huh. and you coming up how you are now uh-huh. and knowing everything he did to make sure you were good? How were the conversations between you and him? Because, you know, it's now, it's adult, adult to the 10th degree. So yeah. how are those conversations now knowing that it panned out? The uh, 
I think uh, what he offered, I'm going to use the word offered because I think it's appropriate. He mm-hmm. gave me, because I didn't ask, uh, mm-hmm. he gave me the whole story, like how we went from uh, mother being 18, pregnant, him being in uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, Saudi Arabia in the army. Uh, he talked about the first day he saw me when he got back. He talked about, uh, you know, paying child support, but I was with him every day. He talked about, you know, seeing wow. he talked about seeing the rims that uh that you know another dude had with child support money. He mm-hmm. talked about uh writing keeping a diary every time like my mother my mother called. He talked about the court case. He went as far as he could go, bro. He gave it to me. And I went, wow. you know what I did? I doubled back and asked her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And she said, Yeah. She said, Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she went another step further. She exposed me to her her life, but me and the, me and the dad, bro, like I couldn't, I couldn't have asked for a a more, I guess, positive figure, man, because he ain't never say nothing crazy about her, bro. Oh, like wow. as cra- as crazy as the situation was, not once, bro. But he did put up a real shield, um, that at the time I thought was like uh, excessive. Mm-hmm. but now that i know like what what he was ducking you know keeping me from uh it was 100 percent appropriate bro mike let me ask you this real quick too kid i, I ain't mean to cut you off but look i ain't saying uh, oh i thought you was transitioning to another question my bad <laughs> i thought you was transitioning to another question yeah. my bad i'll say you see your punk guy talking but um <laughs> what i'm saying <laughs> hey, go ahead bro. do you do you think that your dad doing that and protecting your mom's image, do you think that that helped y'all as kids or hurt you? Um, it, it allowed me to like form my own opinion as I got older. Mm, that's important. Yeah, because I didn't I didn't necessarily know that what was going on was wrong until mm-hmm. I was like fully grown. Right. Yeah. I, I, you know, I agree, it, I agree it, with that too. It didn't feel right, of course. Um, but I didn't know that it wasn't supposed to be happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, That's what's real. y'all appearance of y'all parents now that y'all are older? Um, for me, I think that my mother is just amazing upon amazing upon amazing. Like mm-hmm. she, she is just everything that I could have asked for more. Um, you know, the biggest I give her the highest praise. My father, I think for him, I just had to realize that. You know, he just chose, he just chose himself, like, you know, and at the same time with him choosing himself, I also have to be realistic. Like, I never, one thing I can say that I probably didn't give him a fair shot at, I never, because he never explained, I never gave him a chance to see what his upbringing was like. Because maybe it was, like you said, Keenan, like with your grandfather and your dad, maybe it was so fucked up that he just didn't want to be like, they just happened to be like that. Mm-hmm. Some people don't know how to show love. Mm-hmm. They just think, and that's how he was. He paid his child support on time, no, no question. Yeah. But he just made, you know, that's for you me. You niggas is not going to jail, from what I hear. Hey, hey bro, hey, hey, bro. I, I, I'm gonna be real with you, but I kept it real PG on my end. But bro, I got, I got, I had a real strong opinion about that. But this ain't the time place. I, uh, Mike or Lewis, y'all opinions of uh, well, Lewis, you kind of said George, bro. I don't think. You know. I, I know I went deep. I, I talk about my mom. I think Holly and my mom, bro, for real. I oh, think uh, anyone that could. And my parents, in all defense, my parents were teenagers. They were 17 and 16 years old when they had twins. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And wow. they weren't in the... Your parents in their 40s? Yeah, bro. Neither one of my parents are 50. 
Neither they, one. they are young, bro. That's Damn, crazy. I did not Neither know one. that. And I'm 32, dog. I know. Damn, I ain't know that. So I give them, a, I give them grace. But at the same time, I'm like reaching the ages that they were when they was doing a lot of the shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, all right, dog. I would argue, Louis. I don't know. Hey, Louis, chill, bro. I don't need. <laughs> I don't mean this in a negative way. I don't know if you would have turned out the way you did without your background. I think that joint drove you to a part, a place where I don't know if you would have been. I'm not knocking at, your right. At what cost? At what cost, though, my brother? Everything costs, bro. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you you get you do you get those things, and it drives you, but it also fucks you up mentally. You know I what I'm saying? And like, it's to a point to where I can't even be comfortable because I'm waiting for some shit to happen. Yeah. That's real. So you know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. all that's cool. And everybody says, um, everybody says it it worked and it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it did, I guess, right? For the people who didn't have the consequences of it. But I deal, I deal with those consequences every day. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I'm still learning. That's why, like when I talk about the transitions, no one can show me shit because I'm I'm still having to, no one can give me anything. That's what I think is so fucked up about my relationship with my parents. They oh, can't you said they me, can't. They can't give me. Oh, anything. oh, got you, got you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? At least you mm-hmm. can go and have conversations. They, you can go do. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't give me shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that that's what bothers me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like, what are you here for? True. You know. So, but in fairness to my mom, she's on this because we're so young. We're on the journey together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So we we do have those interactions of where where and she's she's gotten to a point where she was able to be honest and form a relationship with my kids and everything and um, with me and my wife. You know what I'm saying? And we are trying. We're getting to a point, and um, you know I love her for that. You know what I'm saying? But then, and this is just real. Like I just take what I can get too. Hmm. Yeah. Got you. Um, That's good, man. My uh my parents, I actually think highly of uh, of my mom, man. And uh mm-hmm. back to what y'all were saying earlier, if I if I wasn't uh I'ma say uh over, you know, the treatment of the past, it would be hard for me to look at my children because they're like, you know, especially Nola, she's like a splitting image of my mom. Hey Nola, that's my girl right there, boy. <laughs> I've never seen a human, not a child. I've never seen a human with that much like, like I don't stubbornness is like the wrong word, but she's spicy she know, boy. Yeah, like she know what she, what she want. Like, yeah. like every day. Just imagine a kid every day walking in the class and she don't stare in everybody's face. Like, what's up? <laughs> Y'all hear that? No, yet, yeah, like, like, what's up? Like, what's yeah. up? Hey, Nola, how you doing? Oh, Lord. that's her, bro. No lie, no lie. And and I know exactly where she get it from, bro. I know exactly where she get it from. And I actually like it, man. Like, I, I like a, you know, it ain't it ain't like your traditional, conventional, you know, response to things. Hopefully she'll grow out of it. <laughs> yeah. But but I like it, man. But but my mom, I, I can't I can't do nothing but respect her, man. Uh sure. you know, I I would love for the situation to have been different, but I think I, I got everything I needed uh out of the relationship, if that makes sense. Yeah, that, if, that, if that's if that's uh two things, you know what I mean? Like yeah, 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 for sure. I think I got what I needed out of the relationship. 
Um, my pops, man, I, I don't think I could have asked for a better father. Um, there's jewels on top of jewels, man. You talking about a cat that can put like uh, an analogy together like no other, bro. Just comedian, um, realistic. Everything got to relate to like real life stuff. Um, yeah, it's just, just blessed, man. Has y'all's relationships evolved with y'all's parents? Like mine took drastic changes. You know, hey Louis, before we hop on that, can I can I I want to speak my piece real quick on that before my we bad, bro. Yeah, my bad. No, no, my are bad. you gonna remember your transition though? Yeah, yeah, that was okay. It. All right. I got you. So two things I want to say. This gonna sound crazy, but I realize this now. And I know it's gonna sound super, super crazy, but I think it's true. I think you know, y'all know how I feel about my dudes. Anybody that know me know that. I just realized when I got older, my mom knew she had a limited time with us. I don't think she knew how limited the time was, but I realized she raised us knowing that she was going to have to release us at some point. And I say that because she used to always tell me things that never applied. When I was in middle school, everything she told me applied to early 20s. When I was in high school, everything she told me applied to my life now. So she knew that at Hmm. some point she was going to release us. And then, you know, what really gave my father the grace he needed, bro. I really believe this. In a lot, and, and I know a very close friend that's kind of, uh, I'm not going to say his name or nothing like that, that that's kind of in the same realm. I have, four, I have three brothers. It's four of us. I realized with my dad, I value him as a person. I realized my dad was put on this earth for my older brother and my two younger brothers. And I realized I was put on this earth for my dad. I realized I'm the child mm-hmm. that my dad needed. And the, my brothers are the children that needed their dad. And I think that oh, when I wow. was able to wear that mantle and understood standing there like, oh, I'm not, he's not here for me. I'm here for him. Yep. And, and, and I think losing a parent- wow, that's big, man. And, and, I, and I think losing a parent puts you in a, a there, there's, there's nothing besides bearing your own child, God forbid we never experienced that. There's nothing like feeling like a parent is going to. So I was 21, bro. I was 21. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I bro, I was 21. Y'all know. Yeah, so it, yeah. for me, and, and just to give context to the story, it was like, uh, we went to the doctor. My grandma texted me, you gotta go to the doctor's office. Doctor said six months. In three weeks, he said two months. The next week, he said two weeks. So it's not like I got the full six months. I got right. like two from eight, six months ago this wasn't even a thing so i think that with my mom i think i i i think her resiliency that she passed to me worked against her at the end by telling us because she was trying to protect us but that same resiliency she gave me works against me because i think i could do anything because she did it you know what i'm saying oh i don't ever think that i can't do something and all y'all niggas know that about me. I, if you if That's it makes sense, I, I I ain't scared to do it. You know That's what I'm saying? A uh, That's but nice. Lewis, to to, to no. but I value both of them. But I had to realize that about my dad, and it truly gave me peace about his and our relationship so much. It really did. Hey, I'm proud of you too, man. Because I I seen yeah for real, man. I seen that I seen that relationship change from how you talked about him when we first met, and where that relationship has grown. And also with your mom, man, your mom was special. Like I, I only met her a couple of times, um, but she was special, man, for real. She really was. And Appreciate she liked me, by the, for the record, she liked me too, so you know. She had to tell you, she had to tell you that. She did. <laughs> <laughs> she did, she did. <laughs> but Louis, you was about man. to ask something though, bro. No, I was like, you know, how, the evolution of, of, of the, 
the relationship of your parents, right? Because um, I think there's like I said, a transition between my brother and I. Like I think my mom saw me, see me, sees me as a man, and I think that's where we're able to build our relationship. I think maybe my dad still sees me as a kid to manipulate me a little bit, but I think he mm -hmm. would benefit from seeing me as a man. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. I mean, how how's those relationships evolved? You know, for you guys. To I me, go feel like uh, two two adults talking to each other. It don't. Uh, I think the the father son experience is still there, of course. You know, um, you know, I lean on him for advice, uh, but but the casual conversation, the feeling is two adults that uh, have been through something together uh, um, and relied on each other for different uh, experiences. You know. My dad was was young when he had me. Also, you know, yo, that'd be crazy, bro. Do you ever think about what you were doing when you was his age when he had you? Yeah, that's yes, bro. Yo, my bad though, Mike. My fault, yeah, bro. Like, uh, <laughs> mom, of course, she young, uh, young, passionate. Yeah, <laughs> bro, bro, it is crazy though. It I tell Jay to his face, and I would say the same thing to you, Lewis. Jay say, I don't know how you lost your mom at twenty one, and I say, I don't I sure know how don't. you had your first child at twenty one. And that's you say that all the time, bro. You definitely I, say that all bro, the time. I promise you. But Mike, my bad, Mike. My bad, bro. My bad, bro. And then uh think about my mom, and you know, she she jokes about it, uh, about why I'm smart. She'll say stuff like, uh, you know, you was in chemistry with me, blah blah blah. Or whatever. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. I was at my dad's graduation. <laughs> oh, snap. yeah, yeah. I was yeah, I graduated in 91. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the, the, the relationships are. Dead. Think about this. I went to the club with my mom a couple weeks ago, bro. That's a fact too. Oh wow! Fact, yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie. I done did that too, bro. I ain't even yeah, gonna yeah. lie. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it, it didn't feel spooky. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Mm, nah, yeah. she was in the booth taking shots. I'm like, mom, what's going on here? Wow. Like, yo, <laughs> like, what's going on? She was like, I'm just happy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know who was watching who? Yeah, for for sure. Uh, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Jay. Um the evolution of the conversations between you and your parents or your mom. I think to me, I, well, with me and my mom, I think my mom uh has always uh viewed me because I'm the youngest. She holds a different level for me. She's always said, You gonna always be my baby. Like she transit she treats me like a man, but it's like <laughs> I really feel like in her heart of hearts, like she really feels like that. Like, no, you just always. I'm like, ma, like she I tell her all the time, like, in, man. Man. that's a fact, boy. <laughs> bing, bing. You know what I'm talking about, like, man. Like she, but I think prepared, like with fathers though. Like if I did have a father, uh, like a relationship with him, like I did before. But I think fathers never view a man as a man if you ever need them financially. Mm. If you ever need mm. them financially, they view you as you're still a kid. If you never need them financially, I think that's when Mike and Lewis and like y'all were saying, they can give, you can go to them with like other type of advice, like real life advice. But if you ever need them financially, for whatever reason, it clicks to them as like, yeah, this nigga's still a kid. Like, <laughs> in my crazy. opinion. I got I'm you. I'm being real, bro. My my evolution was simple, bro. It's, it's It wasn't, until, this happened recently, last year. We're sitting in my house. This is really how it changed, Lewis. We're sitting in the house. My dad was already downstairs. And he was doing something in the kitchen. My at my second floor is like open. So like the TV, you could hear over the whole floor. Yeah. 
and he was doing something. I turned my TV and was like, hey man, turn that down. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you and everybody Sonny. that know me know. I'm like, oh man, don't you turn it down. I'm like, Jay, that's cool. That's cool. I ain't gonna feed into that. I'm like, or what? Like, like, and I didn't say it to be this. I said like, or what? So me being me, yeah. you know, I took my sound bar, blast that up a little bit. Let's take the joint. I said, say again. <laughs> like, and I'm like, Dad, this is where you mess up. If you could point at one thing in this crib that you bought, I shut up. Including the soil is put on. You know, I, but I think there's a certain hey, Keenan, not hey, the soul. I want to have come on, I want to have that, that reverence. I want to have that reverence. I feel like my parents raised me and did all that stuff and created opportunity for me to be able to buy the home that I had, then I would have that reverence. But you know, if you haven't. If you ain't show me how to buy the home, how are you gonna tell me what to do in it? You know what I'm saying? If you that's didn't give right. me the tools or resources, you know what I'm saying, to, to do that. So, but yeah, that's, that's important. To that's me, important I'm I'm probably as defined as they come. All y'all know that. But my yes. thing is this, I that's don't okay. make it uncomfortable. Like I'm cool with like, I ain't gotta glow. I ain't gotta be like, oh, this my You didn't think that was uncomfortable? You didn't think that was uncomfortable? For him or for me? Hey, Kenan, when, oh, when you said, oh, what, what did he say? Nothing, but, but, but the thing is, I had to accept that my dad don't, I'm the first grown kid in my dad's life that he's had a close relationship with. He don't know what it's like to be in his son's house. Mm-hmm. He's used to being the, the dude that got the sons in his house. But the yeah, point I'm making is, it's not like when you pull up, I'm like, oh yeah, this, this is my house, y'all. Make sure y'all, no, I'm not <laughs> like, I'm not even like that. But if you're going to make it a, a, a subconscious pissing contest, then oh, come on, man. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But but mm-hmm. to, to, to all that to say, Bro, our conversations be crazy. My me and my pops keep it a band. And you know what's crazy? When my pops on the way home from 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 his office, we have some of the realest conversations because we can relate. Like, yo, see, because my dad's a business owner, he will always talk about it in a like, yeah, I'm my own boss since da da da. But once we got close, he really be putting me on the game about how like life really moves out here. We had real conversations about yeah. like when he wrote his book. He's like, yo, Keenan, let me tell you this, yo. This college joint. I lied to you. I should tell you to go get that D2 scholarship to play basketball. He's like, man, no. Like, we had no conversation. I'm like, damn, that's still to this day that I'm going to pass on to my son because him becoming a grandfather changed him. I don't know where it came from, but when he became a grandfather, it was like, yeah, you cool, but I can get it right from the beginning this time. And I ain't messing that up. So he oh. he that joint man the way he loves my son, on top of me and him being cool is mind blowing to me, you know what I mean? That's because great. I, that's good. Because the the point is my son would never want for anything because he has me. But when people do things for him because they love him, that hits different for me, because money's yeah. not gonna really be a thing. But that love from my aunt, from his uncles, from his grandfather, from you know what I'm saying that joint does it for me when I see him be loved on. So, but yeah, that'd be right. a real dope com- uh, conversations, bro. I'm talking a lot tonight, bro. No, bro, that's good. I'm listening, man. You know, nah, you got I don't want to get tonight. Yeah, bro. I don't want to get my bag. I said, I wish my dad was dead. I know that's going to be a. Uh, Boy, you know, I'm going to clip that. Yeah. Hey, I clip that that one. that. And then he's going to stop it after that. <laughs> you know, but you know, I don't mind being honest, man, because I, I, I'm never one to hold it in. Like, I'm always, I'm always going to tell the truth and, and my truth. You know what I'm saying? Because that was a little hard, though. It, it sounds harsh, but it's not. It's really out of my but I think he him. I think you wish you didn't have to like deal physically. with him. I don't think you wish. It's yeah. on my, no, yeah, it's but he, my didn't say, he said that, though. 
it's it's my care for him. Like you can't even like I wish you would, you know, I don't, I don't, I just don't want it to get to a point to where it's bad, like horribly bad. Like you obviously aren't valuing yourself enough. You know what I'm saying? That's that's where that's coming from. It's not coming from a place of hate. You know what I'm saying? A malice. Yeah. It's like you can't you can't take care of yourself, dog. Like, you know but what I'm saying? But then Lewis, it, it, Lewis, it'd be crazy as hell because when you think I ain't when you think of shit like that. It makes me think like when you say like, damn, it's like you don't value yourself. Like the the person in us or in me makes me think like, damn. You frozen, you frozen, but bro. Do you, you frozen, you frozen. I'm frozen? He was talking, he went froze, man. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, hey, he was, I was, I was all up in it. I was all up in that, man. What yeah, you saying, man, Jay? I can't, oh boy, pinky <laughs> something. Boy, my boy. bad, Jay, my bad, go ahead. No, like it makes you think these people are like when we say shit like, you an asshole. When we say shit like that, they don't care about themselves, and like they, they do. Do they really even know how to do that though? Have we ever asked ourselves that? Like, do they know how to care about themselves, bro? Oh, I, I don't think we've ever. That like, definitely. I know you, that's a wasn't question. What you was originally gonna say, but I messed nah, it up. It wasn't, but you fucked it up. But it was something along those lines, though, because Lewis said something about it. It was basically like to piggyback off what he was saying, but. It made me think about like when Lewis said you're not taking care of yourself, you don't oh you don't value yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. You when you, when you don't value yourself, like have we ever asked ourselves like do they even know how to value themselves? Man, I think I think so. You know, I th- it's a drug issue, and I think that that has clouded some. You know, the clouds of judgment. I've never been on it, but I never would want to try it. But right. I think that that you know, once something like that gets a hold of you, it's really hard to to overcome it. You know what I'm saying? And I think that, right. um, like, man, I told this to my wife before, and I was gonna ask you guys just how this is playing into your relationship with your wife, because I hear you, it's gonna sound crazy, but Mike, when I hear you talk about your dad, damn, I wonder how that would feel. Jay, I hear you talk about your dad. I mean, your mom, like, oh, I'm the baby. She's on. I'm like, damn. I wonder how that would feel. I never felt right. any of that shit before. Right. You see what yeah, I'm saying? Like I can't. That's crazy, I can't, man. I can't say that about anything. Like I, I, and when I'm when I met my wife, I was like, my wife is real nurturing. So you know what I'm saying? That's really what drove me to her because, like, I didn't get that. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't get that from my mom. You know what did I mean? You, did it drive it to you because you wanted that, or did you know you wanted your kids to feel that? Man, I just. I wanted, I wanted my kids to have that, but hell, I wanted it too, shit. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah, you no, know no, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I yeah. just, but, but, but I had to realize my wife ain't my mom. Um, she's my wife, you feel me? But, but yeah, like, I, and that's why, like, it, I guess I get so upset. And my therapist, we even talked about it. Like, she's like, you know, every, when people say, man, well, you wouldn't be where you are or it all worked out. Yeah, but like, I'm like, I can't enjoy it though. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's the thing I, pe- I think people miss, like, like you can have all these things that you worked out and it worked and on the outside it looks good, but like it really didn't work out. Like it's gonna work out for my kids, and that's a big part of it. But 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 what about me though? So you know so, what I'm so saying? Like I don't mean to cut you off loose, but I'm gonna tell you one thing that's that you real. said, my brother. And, and honestly, this probably a whole nother seg- segment, but I gotta go here with it. The only reason why you feel like it didn't work out is because when you were younger, you were dealing with experiences that you may not have understood. The only reason you could feel that way is because you never knew, you never put a goal to what you wanted your life to look like. And now that you're creating a life that you know is not a failure, you know it's success, you never set out to make that. You just set out to prove this point 
because of these things happened to me. And I know I disagree. I'm not going to I disagree. I disagree. I wanted this. I wanted a life with my family. I, like I said from jump, this is what I wanted because I didn't have it. You know what I'm saying? I wanted that. I want to be in these rooms, these social rooms, because I didn't have it. What I failed to realize, Keenan, is now that I'm dealing with it, is I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't focused on, like I said, I never knew when I was depressed. I never knew any of that shit because mm-hmm. I never focused on my feelings and my emotions. And that's a whole nother side of it that I'm just now learning. I'm in an, an empathy in that shit. Cause I never understood it. I never understood how those things made me feel. I, I never understood how to, 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 to deal with, deal with hurt, deal with abandonment, deal with uh, rejection, deal with, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I never figured, I never figured that part out and I'm still trying to figure it out right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but I wanted this is just that, like, I got that. It's just that the emotional part of it, the mental part of it, I, I never dealt with. And now what do you think ways out. you that you know what uh, real quick millennials versus the world because we ain't gonna take y'all for a whole another two hour episode like we do we're gonna start saving some of this content you know millennials versus the world you know it's the bros we rocking out man pause by mw we ain't talking